you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch Roswell, New Mexico, Tuesdays at 9, 8 central or anytime on the free CW app. Lindsay, I know you added pages to our Squarespace for our tour, right? You did that. Weekly.us slash live. <laughs> okay. I like how we're turning someone else's promo into our own promo. Hey. But I found it very easy because when I was working on our stickers that still have not launched because of copyright issues that I keep getting yelled at by Apple for, I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. I had to create a privacy policy page and I had to create a page for stickers. Like technically you have to give a website for the app and it's just like whoweekly.us slash stickers. But I didn't want that in the navigation bar. Fortunately, Squarespace makes it so easy to like edit things, add pages, make them invisible. It's very, very nice. It's basically what's great about Squarespace. It's, it's as complicated as you need it to be, but as but still relatively easy. Basically, Squarespace helps anyone, me, Lindsay, you, make beautiful websites to like showcase your work, support your sticker pack, promote your tour, promote your business, all sorts of things. And they have beautiful templates. They have like powerful e-commerce functionality built right in. It's free and secure hosting. You don't have to patch anything. You don't have to upgrade anything. 24-7 award-winning customer support. You know what I really like about mm-hmm. it when you can see how things look on desktop on tablet and on mobile mm-hmm. check out squarespace.com slash who for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code who who to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain you will yeah, 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 want to be famous Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And uh, buy tickets to our shows because they're this weekend, right? Let's just go start off with the bang. San Francisco, Friday. LA, Saturday. The next week, Denver, Portland, Seattle. Okay, huh? you done? We're not there no, yet. Done. Do you want know fun about our LA show? What's fun about it? It starts at six o'clock. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, re- I realized that today when I was looking at, like, Doors are at 5.30. Like, it's 6. But we, what's fun about that is we can hang out after. Yeah. Like, I could say, oh, you know, go to this bar after or whatever. We can hang out after. So I'm, like, a little yeah. bit excited about that. That's, like, a new thing for us. And also, that means we could also go to sleep at a normal time because we have to get up, you know, and do stuff the next day. The show's going to be funny. Really good. Oh, my God. It's good no matter what because Bobby will tell, like, a really long, boring story and we'll make listen, fun of him. Listen. <laughs> you, maybe you'll this get the, not... maybe Bobby will tell the hot pot story live and you'll get to hear how boring it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saving you guys from this story because it's, like, mean or bad or whatever. It's just, like, so boring. That's what I'm saying. So like, It really is boring. The, <laughs> he told it and then I was like, that's, like, one of the most boring stories you've ever told on this podcast. P.S. Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. Support us on Patreon. Where else are we going? Sorry, I did interrupt no, you. We're going we're to also... San Francisco. We're going to L.A. We're going to Seattle. We're going to Denver. We're going to Portland. That's all in the next two That's weeks, which is crazy so to think about. wild, guys. Then, guys. then we take a little adults. break because we got to take a break. Then we go to the Midwest, which is fun. Mm-hmm. We got a Milwaukee. We got a Detroit. We got a Cleve. Um, then we go to Texas. You forgot we Houston, Minneapolis. We <laughs> you oh, forgot. Minneapolis. Then we go to Dallas, Austin, Phoenix. I think I brought this up. I almost lived in Minneapolis. Think about that timeline. You right? did? Yeah. Why? After I after I graduated from college, I got a I got a job offer, like a verbal job offer at an agency in Minneapolis, and I was like, I'll take it. And they were like, Great. We have to confirm. Like, 
uh, money stuff, and then uh-huh. we'll get you get back to you with actual paperwork in the next few days. But this, like, consider you hired. And so I was, like, fully process, processed the fact that I was going to move to Minneapolis at, to work at some agency. Then what, what year is it? 2008. They laid off, like, 40% of their staff. And then I got a call that was like, I'm sorry, we can no longer hire you because we just laid off, like, 40% of our staff. That's so, like, sliding doors, Bobby. Yeah, very like, sliding. Which I version I, of you would be in Minneapolis? Imagine Minneapolis, me. Oh my God. Which version? It wouldn't have been a good version, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it would have been a You have it to assume the version of yourself now is the best version, so any other version would be a bad version. All, if you didn't assume that, you would, you would like go crazy, you know? It's the only way to live. Yeah. Never, never think about your other Gwyneth Paltrow. Never like, think about that sliding door. You are the Gwyneth with the short blonde hair, and that Gwyneth <laughs> had long brown <laughs> yes. hair. Yes. You're not, you're not Gwyneth with the dark. No, 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 no. No, you are. All. The present you is Gwyneth with the short blonde hair. Always yes. think that. Oh, my God. That's mm-hmm. such an inspiring quote. You should, like, quote that on a pillow or something. The present you is Gwyneth with the short blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would things be different if you caught the train instead of missing it? How much would your life change if you were 10 minutes early? No. <laughs> instead of 10 minutes late. Helen? If I had just caught that train, I'd have been home ages ago. I'm going to try to figure out a good way to transition into this. Um, let's see. So we've talked about Gwyneth. We were talking about sliding doors. Nope. You know what? There's no way to segue into Jessica Simpson's big old feet. So let's just do it. Jessica Simpson Instagrammed an iconic photo of her big old feet, which a lot of people have praised as like opening up to the truth about pregnancy. I mean, people it's, love it. It's sure. It's twenty percent. Like, you, girl, you tell the truth about pregnancy. Like eighty percent. Like, this is an amazing Instagram of Jessica Simpson's feet. What I think just, is really funny about it. So it's a swollen ankle, and she's swole, like, help, I mean, and she just everything. wrote, "Help." That's what I think is funny. It's like it's not it's like really good. it's not this long meandering caption about like pregnancy and like the pro, you know the issues that happen and like real moms like don't talk about this. But like, here's what the truth is. It's like it's literally just a foot, and it says help. But I, I would argue that a foot that says help is more real than, yes. listen up, moms, here's yes. me, like, opening up and telling you about what pregnancy is like, like, that sort of condescending yes. openness. Yes. Um, but it is great, especially considering the fact that Jessica was sort of in need of a fun news story after her most recent news story, which was a feud with Natalie Portman. I know. And then she really, like, went hard on the foot. Did you see the foot follow-ups? Oh, she did yeah. the 10-year challenge, but with her foot. With it's genius. I think Jessica Simpson, sorry, this is going to be like rude of me, has a Catherine McPhee social media person. Yeah, I know. Okay. There is some sort of queer person who is on her paid staff who had some good ideas. And like the 10 hurt. years later is genuinely like cry-worthy funny that she did it's that. Really good. The foot. So, but her, but she has since tried to fix the swelling with cupping, which Jessica, sorry, cupping is a scam no matter where you put the also, cups. Also, if there's nothing more disgusting than just your foot, it's a foot with cupping on it on like <laughs> as a photo, you know, like something to share in photos, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, cupping is cupping is really embarrassing. No one should be cupping. Sorry if you cup. But wow, you're sorry. Wasting says your time the guy who like eats the turmeric every day. What are you talking? Like, oh, cupping is bad. Like chugs turmeric. Hey, I'm not getting bruises all over my. What if body I told you that cupping stopped inflammation? Well, then I would have to start cupping. Lindsay grabs a fucking mason jar and sticks it on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> sticks it on my ass, lights a little smoke in there. What do you do? It you have to I create negative pressure. What a nightmare. No fucking. No, but you tell me something reduces inflammation and I'm on it. So I guess that's true. Sliding doors, blonde, Gwyneth Paltrow definitely does cupping. Brown hair does not. So maybe we are the brown hairs. Fuck. Realizing your brown hair is a problem. I can't go down to that. No, you can't. No, that's the thing. You're not brown hair. You you are in this reality. You are the good version. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, great. Fine. So Jessica Simpson, but this headline is funny on the blast. The blast has always been good, but the glass, the blast is getting better. Blast if that is getting were even better. possible. Jessica Simpson straps up for date night after cupping her swollen piggies. Very good. Disgusting, and I love it. Disgusting, just like um, the photo. Oh, question: Like we're talking about Jessica Simpson so casually, like she's a who, but it's it, she is like very borderline. It's definitely because of the behavior as well. It's I feel like of the she's who again. She's who again because she doesn't. She's not in the spotlight, you know. But I just really feel like it's it's like a new. Thing. It's like yes, like we a lot of us do remember her for being a singer, but I think it's like starting to get. It, maybe it was seventy five percent, twenty five percent, where like people knew her and didn't. But I think it's now like the tide is shifting, where it's going to become fifty fifty, and then it's going to become the opposite. Because not that she's not doing stuff, but like she's not doing stuff that people would know. Like if you, if you were younger than let's say, 
25 years old and you saw her name in the headlines, you wouldn't yeah. necessarily know she was a singer. Her songs don't fully, have the test of, stand the test of time. No one plays Jessica Simpson songs. Yeah. She has fully, unless they're making fun of them, and it's the holidays, like Danny Pellegrino posting that photo of no, her but and like Ashley if you're singing, in the you know. if you're like in the club, you're hearing Britney, you're hearing Christina, you're hearing like old, you're hearing like old divas, but you're, you're not, not hearing really hearing you. Jessica Simpson. No, of course you aren't. But yeah, and a lot of it, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that she fully changed. She didn't just like become a singer, a singer slash entrepreneur. She's fully just an entrepreneur now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like and has, a mom she, she, and a she's wife. Left that that's behind. her thing. Yeah. So the fact that it's a full transition and not sort of a half and half keeps her out of the spotlight, understandably, and it makes her. And when she seeks attention, she can't seek it through that sort of singing means. She has to seek it through like a stunt, an Instagram. Or well, now she's just become like kind of a celebrity, a vague celebrity. Like she's mm-hmm. just, she's beyond, it's, if anything, Remember she's her? like a mom celebrity. Like that's yeah. her. She's doing like mommy blogging essentially to a degree. Which is good for her. It's good for her. Anyway. Arguably better at this than she was her last career. Remember back in the day, like when Rebecca Black was the funniest thing on the internet and all everyone cared about? Sort of a good transition into this Rebecca Black 2.0, who is... Are you trying to get me to say her name? Melania... Melania... Melania Judice. Judice? Judice? No, Melania Melania Judice. No! Melania Judice. Who is that? Released a single, which is truly iconic, as Lindsay called it, a wholesome bop. It really is a wholesome bop. I love when a young kid releases an age-appropriate jam. Because I also was just listening to the Kids Bob version of um, In My Feelings by Drake. And it's like, they replace, they go, it's like. Kiki, do you love me? Are you with me? Say you'll never ever leave from beside me. Because I want you and I need you and I'm down for you always. Oh, God, that's funny. (laughs) That's cute. It's really cute. But this is just, um, it's truly like Melania and, or I guess Teresa went to a company and was like, I, my daughter wants a music video. And so they paid for this music video. They wrote her a song. They gave her maybe second rate auto tuning because it's not the best auto tuning I've ever heard. So I can heard. tell you exactly what happened because I watched the episode of this when they talk about this. She's like bored or whatever and like sad that her dad's in jail, I swear to God. And her mom's uh-huh. like, she loves music. I'm going to take her to like a recording session. And it's like oh, Fetty Wap's producer or whatever is like working with her. And he's like, she uh-huh. really likes to rap. Like, what's the concept? And then she like rapped this song. Like it was like, I can't okay. wait to grow up. I love to travel. Like that was like the song. I love to travel is the best line. I can't wait to travel. I'm going to travel a lot. It's good. But the concept it's of the music video it's is that the concept, the concept of the music video is actually pretty funny. It's that they're all in Melania's room, her and her two best girlfriends, and they're lying on her bed just texting and looking at their phones. And Teresa comes in and she's like, I can't believe like this is what you girls do when you're alone and hanging out. You just stick on your phones. And she's like, Here's a board game. When I come back in, you better be playing in it. Have you guys ever heard of a board game before? And it's like an old 90s board game, Mall Madness. It's Mall Madness. They go into the Mall Madness. They They go into the game. They start playing it. The special effects, it's like they get Jumanji'd, but like a really lame version of Jumanji. They get Jumanji'd into the Mall Madness. They're with their friends. They're at the mall. Hey, it's me, Melania. I'm sure you see me around. You probably see me on TV. I'm about to go pick up my besties, Tay-Tay and Stephanie. We're about to go pop them tags. Get our nails done. Yeah, what's more 2019 like than the mall? It's, sure, it's not Whip My Hair, which is like probably the peak version of what this could be, which is like a song by a person, a song by a young person that clearly had a lot of help, but is a bop, mm-hmm. like is very, very good. This is mm-hmm. like, she's not a great singer. Obviously, it's not a bop, but like it looks like she had fun with her friends doing it and it's like authentic to her and it's really not inappropriate. Like it's not an inappropriate song. It's great. No, and it's, and, and it's not as embarrassing as Friday. Something about Friday... I think it was just the songwriting in general was so terrible. Friday's bad because it's like beyond comprehension of a song. Like it's like a person who's never heard music wrote it or something. And on and on, everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. I see my friends kicking in the front seat. Sitting in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. This actually just sounds like kind of a bad imitation of a rap song, but yeah. it's not terrible. And I can't wait to grow up. I'm only getting older. I'ma travel so much. I don't care so much. I can't wait to grow up. I got plans to blow up. Mama said it ain't easy, but I don't care so much. 
honestly, if it wanted um, to be better, it should be worse. That's how I feel. If they wanted to and make it's it wholesome. more, yeah. It's so wholesome. So it's about I'm gonna play wanting some to grow up here. and wanting to travel. So explain this story to me. I honestly didn't. I clicked it and I looked and I was like, I can't do this because Black China stuff really exhausts me. Didn't we like ban Black China from this podcast? Yeah, we kind did. Of? We okay, did. But whatever. Rob Kardashian still remains like a very mysterious and interesting figure to me. I feel like he he's this weird shadow on the Kardashian family, you know, and it's yeah, fascinating. This, yeah, he's he's a he's a very weird like white elephant. You he know? he is, but it's it's just like how dare you call him an elephant? That is okay. That's not, you know what I mean. You know, what but I he's mean. just more like he. It's more. It's not like he's just like this silent entity. He comes up in these weird places and he causes problems. Like he'll like his name will come up in these circles of energy and you're just like how did Rob who like we never see and who like for all intents and purposes like never leaves the house mm -hmm. how, how is he feuding with this woman so basically this woman Alexis Sky, she got she so Black China threw a drink at this woman Alexis Sky, at a club a few weeks ago and it okay. came out that the reason why she flew she threw a drink at her was because Alexis Sky was like flirting with Rob Kardashian Okay. Okay. Like I thought, China was like done with Rob. I guess you know they still have but, a, they still have the kid together. They still have a connection. But she knows Rob through Black China to begin with, right? Right. So so sources con connected to both women tell us Black China did not simply invite Alexis over for friendly chat during a house party last week, and her true goal was setting Alexis straight about her past interactions with Rob, which China found inappropriate. I don't really know like what in I don't really know what that means, but then. But what was really funny about this is like Alexis, like after Rob posted about Alexis, I guess they like had dinner tonight. And he's like, Woman Crush Wednesday, like Alexis Sky. He's clearly trying to get China riled up. Because yeah. meanwhile, don't forget, they're okay. in a legal battle, which I will get to. So what's really funny is he posts a photo of this woman, Alexis Sky, and then she can, she proceeds to follow Chris, Kim, Kendall, Kylie, and Courtney on Instagram. <laughs> She's like, Angela Kardashian, who? <laughs> Alexis Kardashian. So that was really funny, I thought. And then what's also so but then was another lawsuit. That so was the lawsuit, lawsuit. So then what ended up happening with Rob Kardashian is that Rob sued Black China for property damage. Okay. Including a hundred thousand dollars for pain and suffering and inconvenience, which all right. $100,000 for emotional distress. Okay, great. And $500 in punitive damages. Just a lot of money. He claimed that she like attacked him and she destroyed Kylie Jenner's home where the couple was living. Because if you watch the show, they were living in Kylie's house for a while. I, again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Whatever. So basically, basically that that court, I think he won that. I think he got he got to the next step in that journey. Okay. Also, we didn't really talk much about Alexis Sky. She was on Love and Hip Hop. She was on she Love and Hip Hop. She did Betty Wap for a while. Yeah. She and Betty Wap have a kid. Yes. That's um, that's basically her main that's kind it. of thing. That's it. Um, and then the other thing was weirdly at the, towards the end of this, Summer Bunny. Remember her? Do you remember Summer Bunny? Oh my Summer god, Bunny? Summer Bunny. Yes. Summer Bunny claims that Rob leaked text messages between them to the press. If you remember, that's how this whole thing with Offset happened. With but Rob leaked text, text messages between who and who? That's it's this article. Honestly, the blast makes it unclear whether it's like Rob, <laughs> Rob, but Rob wouldn't leak. No, but the summer, text. summer was the one. Summer was the one who they who allegedly had an affair with Offset. Rob, Rob, you came at me on some. I'm here for you, and I want to know what's going on, and I want to support you. But you got the nerve to text my phone, text my phone this morning, like. On some shit, like, I'm just out here trying to chase clout. But clearly, it looks like every time a bitch hit the news, you, you're you surfacing around this bitch. Are you clout chasing that bitch? All I'm saying is she's accusing him of leaking, but it seems like one person is involved in two text message leak situations. Like, it's more likely that that person is the leaker. No? Yeah. No, definitely. Right? Like That's if you, the likely story. You keep getting in these situations where people are leaking text messages. It's like, it's no, it's you. Like, you are the one maybe leaking these texts. So she mm -hmm. cursed him him out on video was like fuck you rob like i thought you had my back but like you don't or whatever meanwhile i just feel like rob a shitty person and then you get yourself into drama and then you're gonna have your family try to come save you right you're gonna have your sisters try to come take up for you bro but you put yourself in this shit you put yourself in this shit and you and it's like you like this messy ass lame ass shit bro messy lame shit bro i was willing to give rob the benefit of the doubt for the for a long time but he seems bad 
He seems Every really time bad. one of these women is like, Rob Kardashian slid into my DMs, I'm like, of course he did. He's just like making the rounds, I feel like. He's bad. He's Whatever. Bad news. They're all bad news. They're they all really bad are. News. They really all are. But his his story is just especially fascinating because for such a public family, he's so private, and yet all of these little things that he does on the DL slowly leak out. Yeah, I don't like him. We should ban him and Black China from the podcast. I know, but then what would we talk? I mean, we have other stuff to talk about. Okay, so wait, I'm definitely cutting that segment. But you know what segment I will not cut? We, which we like literally is not on this thing that I totally forgot about. What the about? Patricia Clarkson tweets. Oh my God. How did we not talk about the Patricia Clarkson tweets? The Patricia Clarkson tweets. So Patricia Clarkson, because she is a gay icon, Patricia Clarkson, gay Twitter made a lot of memes of like Patricia Clarkson, uh, Patricia Clarkson photos with like fonts, like beautiful fonts in front of them with the words with like aspirational, inspirational quotes about like being a top and being a bottom, like that sort of thing. Um, when you like, a, like, like a smiling, like a smiling photo of Patricia Clarkson under copy. That's like when you're a top, you're like this, and when you're a bottom, you're like this, and versatile like this. Like yes. Anyway, so there was a series of tweets that were sort of gay adjacent, but not bad. Like obviously Patricia Clarkson did not say these things. Obviously these things are memes. But even if Patricia Clarkson did say these things, which I think is the funniest part, they would be completely non-controversial. Well, what, um, I, what if I thought was funny is this reminded me of the time where people, as a really, really dark joke, like made the memes about Millie Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown hating gay people. So it was like the oh. opposite of this, which I totally understand. You would get mad at and be like, please shut these down. But this was the opposite where it was like they were making these fake memes that were celebrating gay culture, like Patricia Clarkson. Like, to be yeah. a top is to know power. To be a bottom is to show courage. But to be a verse is to embody, like, whatever. Um, we have nothing there's... to fear except for heterosexually itself, Patricia Clarkson, and, like, a photo of her. <laughs> so uh, another one of Patricia Clarkson gesticulating. Uh, looks like she's on The View, like, gesticulating, saying something uh, very passionately. And it says, L, legendary. G, gorgeous. B, beautiful. All you beautiful people. T, tantalizing. And even Q, for quality. So all these things that Patricia Clarkson very obviously didn't say. Um, the original tweet, the original tweet has all of these photos alongside a caption, uh, a woman, Delaria, uh, someone named Delaria Elbeer wrote Golden Globe winner and LGBT warrior Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson's PR firm finds out about this tweet. I don't know who sent them to her. Someone at the PR firm, probably. This PR firm person says, we love your support of Patricia and would love for the quote to be hers, but please do not share false quotes not attributed to our client or we will have to ask Twitter to remove them. So... They don't get that it's a joke. They try to explain that this is not a joke, but the PR firm keeps going. And it says, well, it would have been fabulous if she said this quote. She simply did not. So now people can spew hatred at us on Twitter for pointing out that she did not say a particular quote. It is our job to share her statements with the public. We are responsible for every interview you see. If you are familiar with Patricia Clarkson's seminal work in high art, LOL, you would know that she was a very early supporter of the LGBTQ community. If you understand the entertainment industry, you know it's quite literally the job of a publicity firm to get her voice out there. This icon, Delaria, <laughs> captions this one. What in the name of hell is going on? Do they seriously not know about memes? Are they claiming that we are standing our image with that we are staining her image with memes? Also, the assumption that I did not see high art at least five times is quite insulting. Tbh, every Patricia Clarkson stand has seen high art five times. Jesus, that's our right I just love it. Just keeps going like, oh. like, al- like, alas, the misunderstanding is deep. We love gay memes. We don't love falsely attributing quotes. We love gay memes. She got the publicity to say we love gay memes. There's a there's a true smugness and like like self-satisfaction to this PR company being like, hell yeah, we're going to take down these tweeters for posting gay memes of our client. I have an amazing Patricia Clarkson story that I might put on the Patreon sometime. We an amazing. I think I know it. The point is, is what's really funny is they took a small thing that was like funny and positive and turned it into like now something that was like negative, which is like the true opposite of PR. <laughs> like that's truly, well, it's, it's, <laughs> truly bad mean, it's, PR. It's. It's the problem with it's a problem with social media. It's a problem with contemporary social media in a nutshell, which is everything is taken too far, whether it's positive or negative, where it sucks either the enjoyment or like the seriousness or whatever it is. The the like inherent quality, the inherent good of a thing cannot last because social media makes it 
will inevitably make it worse, whatever it is. And so this is like the fake news, the the, the attack on fake, like fake news is bad um, also, but the attack on fake news is good. We should be fact checking. We should be pointing things out. Sure, so but ultimately like what they are doing is good, but is... they took it too far. Everything's taken too far. Uh, yeah, but like like there's a, there's a difference between fake news on like Fox News and what is happening here, which is like jokes based on like image macros that involve like fake quotes, which are not even quotes or like, that's what I'm saying. It's fake. It's the it's the attack against fake news taken to an, an ex, a, a ridiculous extreme. But it's not even fake news. It has nothing to do with fake news. It's like. But th- they are responding to it as it as if it is them correcting fake news. I hate it. That's really funny. So Patricia Clarkson. I mean, the only way to fix this reluctant is just to have icon. her say those quotes. I mean, there is something really like interesting to me the way that these memes, which are everywhere not just with patty clarkson never forget um gay rights jennifer lawrence being one of the funnier jokes of our like modern our times time. but just taking right. like this thing that we're seeing these like hateful meme macros these really like bad memes that are like around hate kind of that are popping up mm-hmm. all over because of like maga and like flipping them so that they're like the same tone but about like gay people so it's like loving gay people so it's like that's yeah. what's like happening here too, you know. It's wholesome. They're wholesome memes, like, really. They when you did get right one. Down to it. The one that I always recognize is like when I see a heterosexual, I floor it, which is like definitely <laughs> a play on like a very cruel meme. <laughs> like you can tell where it originated, but flipped. It's so funny. <laughs> yes, it's really. Funny. And it's Patty in front of like a like a rainbow flag car, yes. and she, when I see heterosexuality, I, I floor it. <laughs> It is it is funny knowing that because of the whole Azalea Banks, Elon Musk, and Tesla mess, their texts and and DMs might have to be preserved in like the disclosure part of this like potential lawsuit. Well, so there so, is a lawsuit. There is a lawsuit. So now they they probably have to preserve all their documentations and give them to. No, all they the do. Involved. So on Tuesday, the U.S. District Court of Northern California granted the motion to serve document oh, preservation oh, subpoenas against Banks and Grimes. So basically, what's really interesting about this is a lot of this is tweets based. So like they're like, please don't delete your tweets. Like, don't delete after, your tweets. I mean, well, now it's illegal for them to, after they've been called. Right. Had they deleted them right. in the past, that would have been fine. But now that they've been asked to, they it's can illegal no do it. to delete the tweets. And I'm sure that these people didn't delete. You know Azalea didn't delete her tweets because she saves everything. Azalea keeps all her receipts. Well, what's, well Azalea's Twitters keep getting shut down. So she is kind of technically having her tweets deleted by, like, Twitter itself, if anything. Do they get, are they fully shut down or are they, can, are they, do they exist somewhere? Like, can those be... I feel uh, like when your Twitter gets shut down, your tweets like go away. Deleted. I mean, you have you've seen like a Twitter that's mm-hmm. been shut down, like there's no tweets. Well, anyway, it's it's basically the reason we're bringing this up is because this means there's a chance that these things might become public knowledge at some point. All of these tweets. I mean, um, or we're gonna get close to knowing what happened here in a little bit mm-hmm. more of a way, which I feel like is great because that story was so confusing on so many levels that this kind of implies that we might get a little bit more of the truth. Trusting Azalea Banks was the right thing to do in this situation. Wow. Again, I don't as as whatever you say about Azalea Banks, I think we've said this before. I don't think she's a liar, that's and like I a, usually believe her. That's like I a gay meme. Her. What you just said is a gay meme. Trusting Azalea Banks in this situation was the right thing to do. God. <laughs> Leaving her problematic nature out of it, I think she's reliable. She's a reliable source. Reliable sources, starring Bobby, hosted by Bobby Finger. <sighs> My guest today. Just me talking to, to My guest Azalea today Banks. is the only reliable source, Azalea Banks. Thank you for coming. Yeah, this is this is like an idea that sounds good on paper. It doesn't even sound good on paper. But like the no. moment it goes into production, five seconds in, a producer's like, "Shut it down." Shut it down. Your show's been this canceled. We just, we canceled it. Sorry, it's we been We recorded canceled. 15 seconds of Reliable Sources with Bobby and Azalea, and uh, it's already canceled. <laughs> reliable Sources with Bobby and Azalea is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I, uh, it's really, it's really good. It's really good. So do we think, do we think Liam Payne and Naomi Watts, Naomi Watts, Naomi Campbell are dating? Yes, 100%. You do? I mean, yes, I do. If okay, you're wondering why we think dating? that, we didn't just pull names out of... Had sex had, or dating? Had sex is easy. Have they probably had sex? Yeah. I, I believe it. Yes. I'd buy it. And again, I, I buy that a celebrity has sex with, has had sex with anyone. If you told me like X and Y celebrity have fucked, I'd say, I believe you. <laughs> I just believe that that's how it works. So he, They're constantly fucking each other. He posted a comment. She He posted the weirdest comment on her Instagram, which is which just... Is a, it's a selfie of Naomi Watts, like a very good selfie. Wait, you keep Naomi saying Watts. Naomi Watts. It's a not Naomi, Naomi Watts. Campbell. It's Naomi Campbell. 
Every selfie of Naomi Campbell is going to be good. A photo of Naomi, Naomi Campbell is going to be stunning. You saying Naomi Watts instead of Naomi Campbell changes the story so far. Like, it changes it so... It really Would you believe it. that, though? If someone said, hey, well, Naomi she, Watts and Liam Payne fucked, I'd also believe that. Okay, but she's, like, it, she's like married or whatever, dating. It doesn't matter. I, I think okay. they're all fucking... Anyway, Liam Payne, read the caption because it's very good. Perfection in a person, rose emoji. Don't give me those eyes. Side eyes, kiss emoji. And then if that weren't good enough, later on there's a photo of Liam that's sort of like a weird selfie, like a Liam trying to be hunky, looking in a mirror shirtless, like giving you what tries to be sexy eyes, but it doesn't quite work because it's Liam Payne. And Naomi comments, beautiful soul heart emoji they're they're definitely they're they've they've had sex or will be having sex or they had like a really god the first the first response to this tweet from margiela cowboy prada boys who posted this photo these two tweets Mm -hmm. the first comment is naomi getting that nine inch (laughs) nine inches of what what is excuse you i mean (laughs) what do you i mean all right cool nine inch sure sure Says what source? That's fake news. If Azalea Banks said it, I believe it. Poppy calls Azalea Banks. My only Should reliable we... source. Next up, Chris Hansen was arrested. Yes. What's really great is he was arrested for bounce checks. Notice when we talk about people for committing crimes, it's only like tax fraud and money related stuff because yeah. everything well, else makes us horribly. horribly this is why. This is why I don't. I don't think this is an interesting story. Yeah, I guess a celebrity got arrested. He's not even that big of a celebrity. This only should have been like a trending story had he been arrested for something like really fucked up, like the sorts of things that he, like predatorial stuff. Um, but he just got arrested for bouncing checks. So I think that it. It took advantage of you wanting it to be like sort of a sick, twisted irony where he got arrested for being a child predator, but he did not. He just got arrested for bouncing checks. Do you know what the bounce checks were for? No. Like merch. Like his own merch? (laughs) According to Stanford PD, Chris bought 355 mugs, 288 t-shirts, and 650 vinyl decals from a mom and pop shop mom and pop shop in town for marketing events that he planned to attend. The owner says the goods were delivered, but Chris bailed on his $12,998 tab. Okay, so how do I get my hands on that mug? How do I get my hands on that shirt? How do I get this merch? He turned himself in. It was booked. He was released from jail. I bet he, like, ended up paying it, and now it's all fine. He ended up, Now this mug shot exists of him in a pullover. Truly looks like someone. You pulled over someone in Stanford, Stanford, Connecticut, and that was Chris Harrison. Hanson. Chris Hanson. (laughs) Boring. Thank God it was bounce checks. How boring. This is fun. Okay. The one, which one? Megan? Megan. Yeah, this is really fun. So we haven't gotten into like British stuff in a second, which is so fucking silly of us because it's a delight. Sometimes British stuff is, it it really is funny, but it's hard to parse. It's hard to explain succinctly, Mm -hmm. but this is sort of an easy story to to talk about. I also feel like with what Love Island has unleashed in the world, it's like there's so many new Love Island people to do funny things. So this is what Mm -hmm. this is. Love Island, this is, they're actually from the season that I watched, season four, I think, which was the most recent one that was on. Megan Barton Hansen and Wes Nelson, who honestly, I didn't watch the full thing. I didn't realize they ended up together. They're a couple from Love Island. She's fit. Like she is, everyone knows Megan is fire. But the kissing here is like a shag on the outside. It's different. And I think it would have been way too early and way too abrupt and a bit slimy to kiss behind Laura's back. And he is on the new ice skating Dancing show. Dancing on Ice. Dancing on Ice, which Gemma is also on too. So that's why we've talked about it before. Yeah. Gemma, I know you were channeling Marilyn, but we ended up with Anna Nicole Smith. And that was because... <laughs> There wasn't, there wasn't any elegance, like you were saying in the VT. She had to be elegant. She's, you know, she's a woman that is in control of her femininity. You were all over the place still, hun. And as Ashley said, there's not enough skating content still. And this is your second skate now. You need to up the ante because, you know, we're not going to see big lifts from you. We're not going to get any impressive moves. Can I just say one thing? Maybe if you didn't sell stories on me, I wouldn't have been so upset this week. Tell a story, and I'm, I'm talking about your performance, darling. Next. You know, but this this doesn't help your cause. Don't because, sell stories on me. But what it shows Don't sell stories is that you're on just me. a brat. Yes, do not sell stories on me. Brat. All right, listen all right. to me. Let's jump in. Uh, jump in. Gemma is stealing the spotlight. I've heard. I've heard she's stealing yeah. the spotlight. So Megan is dating Wes. So Megan is dating Wes, but what's really funny is Megan decided to lash out against Wes's ice skating partner. 
like the professional one. Like the pro, as they call them. Yeah. She tweet. She made. She posted a. <laughs> She it's a selfie story. of herself. It is? <laughs> which is hilarious. It's of Megan. Okay, so she made a selfie, which is funny because it's kind of like she's saying it. Like, it's like, here's me. Yeah. And she, she wrote, But like, at, it's her on a step and repeat. At Vanessa Bauer Skates, love that you decide to announce your breakup with your boyfriend on the night of your first performance with my boyfriend. You've never reached out to me once or invited me to watch you train. It pained you to introduce yourself to me last night. You didn't even look me in the eye, lol. Hope, you, hope the tactical breakup got you the head headlines you wanted babe kissy face and then she added her own her boyfriend. boyfriend oh man this photo is really funny so it's, it's also really funny that she's getting at her for being like a press manipulator when that's yeah. literally your job as a reality star you are a press manipulator that's it it's kind of a great plot line though this whole thing mm-hmm. it's like this woman is jealous of the the ice skating pro i to be fair, so many like hookups happen over like Dancing with the Stars shit that like it's mm-hmm. not surprising that if this was something that she was worried about. But then, you know, as I'm reading all this, it gets really funny. It says, so one of the photos is just, this is the caption of one of the photos, determined. After revealing she had a bladder infection, Megan Barton Hansen seemed to power on through any discomfort as she finally enjoyed a date with Wes Nelson on Saturday. So like, I don't know how the bladder infection became involved in the story. But apparently she had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she had one. She also went on Loose Women, my favorite talk show in the UK, to Ooh, talk about this whole thing. Loose Women, yeah. And she just like openly was like, I want to dance with my boyfriend. Like, I want to dance with my boyfriend on ice. Of course I'm jealous of this woman for dancing with my boyfriend on ice. Like, that's it. You're, it's normal to be jealous. So, when I, so I, I understand completely what you're talking about. But mm. for me, when I read the message, the only thing that sort of struck with me was... Why are you putting the onus on Vanessa? Shouldn't it be Wes who has kind of made you feel more included and said, come and watch us rehearse. Let me introduce you to to Vanessa. Yeah, he has multiple times. But I feel like as a woman, she should have reached out to me. But why? She's just his professional skating partner. But in Strictly, they all meet the partners. I feel like if you're going to spend three months with someone... 10 hours a day, it would just be natural to you to be like, oh, do you want to invite Meg down? Her boyfriend got invited along. But, but so then why didn't you... So when Wes said to you, come and watch us rehearse, why didn't you just go? Because then you would have met her and it would all been a fine. Because I feel like as a woman, she should have reached out to me and introduced herself to me. She says, I am human. I'm not deeply insecure. But watching her boyfriend do sexy dances in sexy lycra, that's tough. Wait, what? Sexy like Russ. So another piece says, Wes admitted that Megan does not wish she had gone about things differently. <laughs> she has no regrets. He said, she, he said, quote, she said, quote, I wish I had privately messaged her. She's not apologizing for her. It's how she feels. I'm not going to argue with it. I'm not, I'm going to back my girlfriend. I don't want to mess anything up with the show or with my girlfriend. <laughs> we understand what's going on. They've spoken. We've sorted it. So he's in a tough spot. Next time I'm feuding with you, I'm going to take a selfie of myself with pouty lips and then write a message underneath it. It's honestly a good, it's like a good thing because it gets your hot face, but then also some mean stuff, (laughs) you know? This is great. I mean, this, this definitely is a woman to watch, I would say. Megan Barton Hansen or whatever. She is a woman to watch. Lindsay, are you all packed for our upcoming tour yet? Well, I haven't quite left where I am to go back to pack for the tour. <laughs> I, you probably know that. So, But I'm thinking about, I have my packing cubes in my mind. I'm thinking about what I'm going to pack and how I'm going to pack it. Yes. The most important thing I'm going to pack is my quip. I'm just going to pop my quip in my little toiletry kit and then be done. That's the only thing you're going to bring is your quip? That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need. Are we going to get our quips confused on tours, like in the bathroom? No, because no, they're different, different colors. Color they're different colors. They're different colors. Anyway, quips are very good. They're good for traveling. They're good for every day. They're amazing. Why? Because they have sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. I have very sensitive gums. The two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when you need to switch sides. It has a cover that works as a stand and helps you travel with it aka my favorite thing, and brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months for just $5, a friendly reminder for when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health, which might even be one of your New Year's resolutions. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, that's why we love Quip, and that's why over 1 million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash who right now, W-H-O, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash who? I love, I love, love, love this story. I mean, it's very fucked up in, in every possible way. It's fucked up. 
but it's hilarious because it's about Terry Fator. Terry Fator is a category of who we don't ever talk about. He's an extreme them in Las Vegas and nowhere else. Nowhere else. Right, it's like you go to you go to Vegas and it's like his name is everywhere, like in life, and you're just like, who is this person? But it's everyone in Vegas knows, and it's like Middle America that watched like America's Got Talent. He's like the first winner ever, maybe. I think he was the first one. He's the puppet guy. So, oh, my, oh my, oh my, oh my goodness gracious, Terry! Oh my goodness gracious, Terry! What? Okay, okay. I just, I just, I just want, I just want you to know, Terry, that I feel very good about myself right now. Really? Yeah, that's wonderful. His talent was puppetry. And so he has this residency at some casino in Las Vegas. God, I wish I knew which one, but it doesn't matter. Where he does puppetry every single day of his life. And he makes a ton of money doing it because it's one of the hottest shows in town. Weirdly, because America is unpredictable. So he's in the news for the some of the darkest possible reasons. Number one. The Mirage. The Mirage. It's the Mirage, by the way. His mom wants to disown him. Uh, and she's like 74. He's a grown-ass man. She wants to disown him. She's trying to go to court to get him legally, uh, like, excommunicated. What do you what, legally emancipated? She's like, I want him legally to no longer. Usually, be the my kid son. emancipates right. from the mom. So this is like you the rarely flip. The hear mom. It. You rarely hear it the other way, and you even more rarely hear it about a puppeteer. Like, if you didn't think that this puppeteer, this famous puppeteer, was going to go into darkness, you are crazy. This is the <laughs> darkest setup I've ever seen. It's like I could have told you this would have been dark. So the 74-year-old mother has filed suit against her famous son, Terry Fator. In the suit, she says her son's actions has been detrimental to her health and well-being, and accuses him of using his wealth and the legal system to defame, bully, torment, harass, and intimidate her. But what it kind of sounds like is so she's accusing him of something shady having to do with the death of her daughter slash his sister because. And this is dark. She was found. It is really dark. His sister was found dead naked in Terry's Las Vegas home in, his in 2015, house. naked and full of drugs, oxycodone. Yeah, and it was ruled an overdose. It was ruled an overdose. But the mom is now suggesting: number one, I don't want to be your mom anymore. Number two, I think you killed my daughter. Right. So she died at 40. She was 46 years old. The sister. Terry's mom is kind of just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck happened? Six months after reconciling and six weeks after defendant Terry Fator moved his sister to Las Vegas to live with him, she is found dead in defendant's home. So she's accusing of his son. She's accusing her son of not answering questions about what happened. And elder abuse. So here's this paragraph. So dark. She's seeking $1.4 million for elder abuse, intentional infliction of emotional distress and harassment, which she would drop to 975000 if he made a public apology. She, like, mom what? wants him, mom wants the son to apologize, like, on stage. I wonder if it would count if he apologized as a puppet. <laughs> what, if, what if she's like, what if when you're dealing with a puppet, you you have to add, like, a caveat in there, like an asterisk that's like, Terry Fator's mouth must move when he apologizes to me. That's so dark. What if he had an apology puppet that he only used when he made apologize to people? Stop. And, and it was like, and the it was apology like, puppet. And now it's Lisa. The notes app. Of, of puppets or whatever the, the the puppet that only apologizes this story the beer using the, the puppet to do your dirty work the blast got a lot of fucking juicy dark shit like they got an email from his sister to someone else sent that said that she would never commit suicide which to be fair is different than overdosing like oh, that, that's completely different like yeah. that's she a not have like that that's not really like re- relevant or whatever anyways that's like some of her evidence um Oh my God! What Meanwhile, the there's like crazy. a weird blip in the story. Did you see the blip in the story that says, "Oh, also, randomly in the 1990s, Terry Fator's Terry Fator's father left the family and started a cult." Where is that? Uh, it's in the middle of the story. Who's his father? I don't know. She left the religious cult that the that the father started because the father became abusive. All of this is dark. And again, yes, of course it is. It's about a puppeteer. Okay, so I found a thing in the Las Vegas Journal. <laughs> Mirage headliner Terry Fator revealed on Sunday that a Texas commune that his father ran degenerated into a full-fledged cult. Fator said his father, Jephtha Fator, grabbed a shotgun and threatened to kill his wife and three kids after learning Terry's older brother had fallen in love at college. The father pleaded with Fator, his youngest son, to help him commit suicide. Life was so oppressive and controlled that Fator remembers going to the movie Bambi at 15 and weeping uncontrollably when Bambi fell in love. Oh my God. This is like, this is, the whole thing is a dark family thing. It's bad. This is all bad. 
he fell in love with his onstage assistant, Taylor Makakoa, before starting his long-term contract at the Mirage five years ago. His dad thought that he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Isn't that usually like what the all cult, of this is really? That's like bad. the most culty thing. Well, ever. That usually, that's like the David. That's like the David Koresh thing. Was well, then look where that went. Look where they all go. Whatever. Also, there's another thing about Terry Fatora is he's a huge. He's a he's like a Donald Trump guy too. He's like a really fucked up. He's a Trump fan. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I can't. I can't quit imagining Terry Fatora being embroiled in some sort of personal drama. Like every Terry Fatora drama probably involves his drama puppet. Like when he's fighting with someone, when he's fighting privately with his family, he has his drama puppet. What do you do? You know this, or are you just making this up? Have you seen? No, I'm making it up. It's really funny. It's really funny to imagine him unable to to actually address things head on and have to do everything through a puppet, and the person being like, "I will not talk to your puppet." I will talk to you, Terry. I want to talk to you. I want to see your mouth move, Terry. Also, if you were like, okay, so there's a guy who won America's Got Talent for puppetry, and now he has a show in Vegas, I'd be like, he killed someone. He, he That's the <laughs> darkest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is the darkest timeline, is somebody, a puppet man who stars in a Vegas show. Come on. Uh, we're going to get calls from puppeteer hooligans that are like, excuse me, I've never killed anyone in my whole life. I'm sorry, my but your, childhood pu- your, is free puppet, of trauma. your puppet has killed someone, I bet. Come on. Oh my God, his defense is going to be like, my puppet did it. I didn't do it. It's going to be one of those like Law and Order episodes where like, he's like. No, it's like Psycho. It's very yeah. Norman Bates. He's like, oh, I lost consciousness and my puppet mother. did the killing. And they're going to be like, whoa. And then it's it going to be like, mother. dun, dun. <laughs> oh, you know what? He probably has a mother puppet too. The I'm Vegas, just the fact, and just the fact that it's in Vegas. Imagine a darker place. Ugh. No, there's no darker place. I love to, Vegas so much, but to I'm sorry, like the death is suspicious. I don't even know anything about. Like I really don't know what telling about it. <laughs> Lindsay, Detective Lindsay, over here. This is a suspicious death. Detective calls Latoya. Las Vegas. Saw calls Las Vegas PD. Hello, hi, it's me, Lindsay Weber. I'm host of the sort of popular podcast Two Weekly. Have you investigated the death of well, Terry Fatora's sister? Say, like, have you checked the puppets? One of those puppets has like blood on it somewhere, or like, like, have you fingerprinted the puppets? Yeah, Olivia Benson would be all over those puppets. This is going to be ripped from the headlines and on Beyond Law and Order. Like we're joking, like it is, but it's going to be. <sighs> there are. I mean. It's hard to make, it's really rude to make allegations that someone is a serial killer, but there are dead bodies filling that house, let me tell you. Yeah, and they're not just puppets. Oh, and then he turns all of his victims into, into puppets. puppets. Oh, stop. I'm oh, scared. I can't. I'm like God. in a hotel room alone. I can't. You can't. You got to stop. It's too scary. <laughs> Let's talk about Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So, Lindsay, what is Rita up to? Okay, so Rita had this, like, crazy funny thing where she... Um, she revealed that she just changed her phone number for the new year. So it's like one of her things was like to to like erase bad people from her life. She's like, I'm going to change my phone number. Um, so she told someone, I've had the same phone number for a really long time and I finally changed my number. And now I'm like, no one is texting me. But it feels mm-hmm. really good, actually. I feel like I've had a big cleanse. It's weird, but I did it. So she changed That's her phone cute. number. So if you're trying to get in touch with Rita, sorry, she changed her phone number. The mirrors take. Rita Ora forced to change her phone number. Could it be to avoid her exes? Of course it is. That's what she said. You're kidding. X everything. Get all those um, people what, out of my life. One thing you did not put in here is that Rita Ora doesn't know what a tuba, tuba is. Oh, that was incredible. Rita Ora was on The Tonight Show. A tuba? And she, and, and you know, honestly, maybe I should watch the clip in context, but she's reading something on a card and she's like, what is this? And he's like, no, it's a tuba. It's, I watched it. the entire thing. It's not. It's, it doesn't help anything. She doesn't know what a tuba is. I don't even know what this means, but I'm going to... Should I say the word? Yeah, say the word. Tuba. Oh, a tuba. You know what a tuba is? What's a tuba? Are you... Oh, a horn thing! No, that's, that's, no, no, no. She's upset. No, Look don't be upset. She's upset. <laughs> just gonna... Get out of here! This game, the game they played is miserable also. God, Jimmy Fallon is the worst. Um, also, uh, a Holly, the Hollywood Reporter, instead of using a picture of Post Malone, they used a photo of Rita dressed up as Post Malone, which is honestly the funniest thing ever. They did not mm-hmm. do it on purpose because they deleted it and like fixed it. But it's extremely funny. 
Meanwhile, the two songs we have to discuss on Phoenix are one of the best songs and a song I honestly forgot until just now, What's Falling to Pieces. Remember this one? Oh, it's okay. It's fine. Falling to Pieces is fine. Will it be a single? Kind of sounds like it could be a single at some point. This is like a single worthy. Velvet Rope, however, is probably my second favorite song on the album. Play it. Remember Velvet Rope? No. Where did it go? Oh, this is a good song. So this one. This song. This was the last single before the album came out, right? That they dropped. And it's fun. It's it's like vintage very um, Soul in the Hadley Street Dreams. Anyone? Yes. Soul Angels. Yes. Yes. And it's good. It's it's kind of like um, when CeeLo did Fuck You. Like whenever an artist does like a fun, like vintage song moment, everything that Megan Trainor's ever put out, essentially. Rita did it. It sounds good. And we only have two left. Thank God. I mean, this um, album, it's like we've been promoting it as long as Rita has at this point. Mm-hmm. Plug, plug. Uh, the last we thing are was, done. Wait, what's the last thing? Well, the last thing about Rita is that she she was quizzed on the alleged romance. On She went on Sirius and they tried to catch her up by saying, uh, Did you prefer Tobey Maguire or uh, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man? <laughs> you guys are really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making me wake up this morning. <laughs> I like... I, I don't, I've never, I don't watch Spider-Man. You've never seen Spider-Man? That's my answer. So that's it. We are done. Thank you for listening. Buy tickets to our live shows. Again, we will see you San Francisco. We will see you Los Angeles. We will see you Portland, Seattle, and Denver. Oh my God, it's so close. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly if you want a weekly newsletter and buy weekly episodes, special episodes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, call us at 619-WHO-THEM if you want to be on next, uh, the next episode episode of who's there or if you just want to say hi to us something i did recently that i we should do more often is text people back oh like like text people because someone leave says messages. that really that really good call that we got that was like don't play this but it was an excellent we call. should sometimes i text people back yeah it's it's fun i like texting. we should do that back. okay well if you leave messages now there's a we chance we could text you back, you back. i mean that's Which like it's like not what as fun dumb, as being on the show a... but like we'll text you back anyway we're done we will see you on friday bye bye you or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they wanna know. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch Roswell, New Mexico, Tuesdays at 9, 8 central or anytime on the free CW app. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge difference. floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know, mine, I was swinging around, no pain. (laughs) No pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west.